This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here. And join me each and every week for insights from my guest host and an industry first, a live virtual job tour, a take the automotive trivia challenge, unwrap your fortune of the week, and a whole lot more. The video version of this show is on aftermarketweekly.com. And don't forget, you can watch every one of these if you missed any one of these and the great shop tours at aftermarketweekly.com. Hey, I got a great guest host. Yes, it's Greg Buckley. He's in the house. Good to have you here. Oh, doing wonderful, man. Good to be here. I haven't been on the mic in quite some time, I think. So uh, it's uh, lovely to see you again. Hey, do you know how long ago it was that we started and I invited you on the show and you... Um, yeah, put that oh, slide man. up. Yeah. It was episode <laughs> nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. 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 So we're 19. at uh, we're at five hundred and almost the six hundredth episode of Remarkable Results. So right. that was just a, a few years ago, like twenty fifteen, I believe. And right. thank you, exactly. thank you for coming on and and participating like you do. Uh, we are oh, going to. Thank you so much. We're gonna, let's put up our agenda here for today. Uh, Greg is going to come by here uh, and and spend some time about rethinking your learning sources. And uh, as you all, everyone knows, Greg's got some. He does some deep think, and uh, I just can't wait for him to shed some light on that. We're going on our shop tour out to Shirts Auto Service, and we're going <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, it's it's as pretty inside as it is outside. This Beautiful. is Mark Roberts' place. Mark John Long too, and uh, it's uh, I think open two months. I got the tour last week as we were testing the equipment, and of course I sat there with my mouth open and I was drooling a bit. So we can't wait for Mark to show us his place. Don't forget all the as I mentioned, all the episodes are archived out there on aftermarketweekly.com. Go and binge. What is the significance of the 40 in the name of Ford's 64 race car, the GT40? We'll have you the answer at the end. In fact, I actually stood next to that in the Peterson Museum in California in 2017. Hey, the latest episodes that we've done, I just want to mention to everyone, Doug Grills was with me. It released today. This Really cool new format, 20 questions in 30 minutes. Well, Doug and I got into the studio almost like me and Buckley do, okay? And we just went. And this 30-minute episode ended up being way, way, way long. And we we found out right in the beginning uh, something we didn't know about Doug, and I'm not going to tell you about it, but it ended up going in a million different places during the entire episode, and it was so much fun. Greg, Doug is such a great guy from Auto uh, Auto Stream uh, Auto Service in in the Maryland area, six six stores. We also put out last Friday a great episode with. Matt Manzone and Jim Fleshman. Matt Manzone came over to Fleshman's Auto from a, a dealership. Now, if you've not listened to the purpose and the reason that Matt left the dealership and came to an independent, and I've been striving to do an interview like this in a long time to help the the aftermarket realize, hey, I interviewed dealer techs, and they said, oh, it's too hard. You know, I'd like to come over, but it's too hard. We've got to learn all that stuff. Matt brought a completely different and fresh perspective to this. So uh, please, please check them out. Uh, Mr. Buckley, I think it's time for you to come on, be be yeah. involved in, in uh, this, what I'm going to call a shrewd advantage, a shrewd advantage, rethinking your learning sources. As we as we mature as a business and as we mature as individuals, you know, there's different ways that we can learn. And I think some of the some sometimes I, I guess um, 
you don't want to put yourself in a silo. You know, you could be talking KPIs and numbers and uh, all, all kinds of stuff related to automotive, but you know, some of the best advantages is actually getting outside of that silo and learning from different sources, um, no matter what they are. Um, you have to be open to that. And a lot of times when you start to uh, go down that path, you actually find some answers that are always right in front of you um, and they can help you with better understanding your KPIs or better managing your business or learning to understand your business, the people within it. Basically, it's, it's what I have felt over the period of time is that we've kept ourselves in silos that could be damaging to, you know, your vision, uh, your mission, all of the, the st- every kind of answers and questions that you could have. And recently what I've looked at is I think the industry is now, and especially our coaches, our industry coaches are starting to see a more of a, is it a holistic situation. Mm-hmm. We're starting to learn that you got to fix the owner first. You got to fix this, the head, the head's got to be good uh, before you can start really understanding and growing a good solid team, you know, uh, knowing your numbers, how to produce the numbers, so forth and so on. So there's a couple of principles you can go. There are a couple of ways of difference of doing it. Um, but it takes practice. We can talk about two things that, that I kind of kind of get into. It's like you know, first principle thinking. You know, where you break a you break a situation down and you relate it to uh, something that you're familiar with, or you look for the the actual core problem and build from there. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we can do. But you know, getting into different groups, looking at things differently. Uh, and, and definitely your 30 to 40 minutes in the morning. And there's all kinds of things. You know, Greg, you said different groups, and I know you have really stretched your bounds in the last two or three years. And not only are you very involved in aftermarket groups, but you went outside. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, it's, um, I enjoy, uh, look, I love everybody in our industry. I really do. And I, I absorb so much from everyone. And, and I really, I'm a small guy and I want to be the dumbest guy in the room wherever I can because absorbing all of the knowledge within, within this industry is, is great. But there's times when you need to go out and you need to see, well, what's it like on another side? And I'm involved with a, with a group now that I thoroughly enjoy because it's, it's diversified. I can say who's running it, but Jerry Kazaya, yeah. um, you know, I, know. I, I say yeah. Jerry and uh, Jerry has a great diversified group. I'm the only automotive person in this group and not to be self-centered, but it's actually allowing me to open up. I get to see and work with different industries like I did with Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Great experience. Yeah. Great experience. So much you can see and learn from and you could actually go and say, well, you know what? I'm not that bad. I'm OK. So you need this. You know what I love about what you're talking about is, and I wrote down the word big think or big thinking, and Mm -hmm. you can be a small business person. You could have three or four or five employees. You could do a million, couple of million dollars and then go out and get some of these big think ideas and then then figure out how do they relate to my business. And And the plum off the tree, the right plum is you never know how it connects. You're absolutely right. And I'll give you some strange examples. Okay. When you talk about taking something like, okay, so marketing, right? All right. So I, I really thoroughly enjoy it I, from all angles. One, because I want to see what it produces with my message, my media, whatever the case might be. So uh, back in 2016, I'm at a uh, industry event 
in in Nashville. And I'm out for my morning walks. You guys know I do I do I like to do a morning walk, and that's a lot of think time for me. Yeah. So I'm walking past the Nissan headquarters, right? I'm on my way out to the walk. And I look at it and I go, that's weird. Highway 64 runs this way. Nissan is presenting itself almost 180 degrees out. And I go, that's weird. A million cars a day go by this or a year go by this building with no representation facing the highway. So I, I go back and I come back and I go, wow, this is crazy. I look at the building and I'm looking at where I am. I see the sun rising uh, up uh, over the horizon coming up. And I'm looking at the Nissan building. I'm saying, can it be, is it true that Nissan is facing the building due east, right? Land of the rising sun, Nippon, Japan, going all the way back. Sure enough, Nissan, the, the headquarters faces due east, dead east. I went down, I got my compass out. Now, that might seem strange, right? That you would say yeah, that I went there and I said, I got to prove this point. But in a homage to their legacy, the headquarters faces due east, land of the rising sun. Now, I take that back and I go back and I say, well, wow, that is a hell of a thing to think about when you're branding yourself. When you brand yourself, how much concentration are you giving it? Are you throwing out your name to throw it out? Are you looking at something different? Are you paying homage to your legacy? What are you building? So it may mean, it may mean crap in a, you know, just looking at it, like Chrissy's out looking at, but you, that gets ingrained. And if you're not aware of those things or you're not thinking, then you may never pick up that tip, that reason. When you look at a company that pay, that loves itself, that loves its heritage so much. First of all, there's two things I'm going to take away from this uh, first segment with you, and that is, if you've got your quiet time, your walk time, you can you can allow yourself big think. And then then right. there's then there's Greg Buckley big think when how he <laughs> figured out where the Nissan building was and was it paying homage to the east? It, oh my, MGs there for you, Greg. Thank you for thinking of that because because it would have probably taken me an hour to figure that one out. But, I mean, you know, seriously, I'm I'm with you. I, I am. Okay. I am I am so, so everyone takes something away from this. No <laughs> yeah. idle time. None. Yeah, Greg, Greg's a nutcase. But hey, no, Greg, is, Greg is coming back. We're going to talk. Let me tell you something. We're doing a Carm cast tomorrow. If you guys do keys, you need, if you don't do keys, you need to listen to this Carm cast tomorrow. The opportunity to add keys and programming to your company is huge. I just spoke to a couple of people about this as I'm doing more research search. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal opportunity. We are going to talk about it tomorrow. And of course, I think you can all see Donnie Cypher there because there's an awful lot you're going to learn tomorrow about what's going on as far as the key codes and some of the bad stuff that's going on in, in vehicles being stolen and stuff. And, and of course, Donnie's on the front line with that. Let's keep rocking. Let's call this Rethink Your Learning Sources about development and training and, and, and how you can improve yourself. Carm, we got to unshackle ourselves. So, you know, how is it that you can get that deep think going? I think that you really got to allow yourself. You you must dedicate at least 30 minutes or so, preferably in the morning before you start your day, and actually shut everything off. Um, remove the apps from your phone. Uh, put the phone away. You shut the computer down. Just grab a cup of coffee or a tea or whatever your beverage would be for a morning, if, if you want one, and just sit there and think. That should start your day. People will do uh, 
uh, logs and they'll write down what their day was. Um, it, that's always a good habit. I can't say that I'm that discipline where I write things down, but mentally I'm really checking in. And uh, then when you go for a walk, it's just really, for me, I completely get absorbed into the fact that you're walking and you're really just listening to you can get the podcast, listening to music. I prefer music and I'm thinking constantly and you can actually see some answers like, you know, your morning, your morning ritual of just thinking can solve so many issues and save you incredible amounts of time, money, and energy because the answer may come to you in those 30 minutes instead of you spending hours and days and weeks doing something, spending something, building something when it yeah. all turns out it's not worth it. So if you give yourself the time to think everything through from step one, like, you know, building a house, you know, you start here with the foundation and you build and build and build, you know, you, you could see, you can probably look at the end game, I guess, you know, that when the roof is settled and the doors are in, you got the keys and, and, you know, a certificate of occupancy, I guess, but, you know, you have to be able to give yourself that much time and take, take a little bite, take a little problem that you have and dissect it, you know, go through it. Craig, is there is there value for writing things down uh, if you come up with ideas or you're yeah. ready to tackle something? And, 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 you know, for me, I don't know about you, but, okay, I'm going to get 30 minutes of quiet time. Here's what I want to think through. And when I start writing and I start drawing lines and I start prioritizing, it's almost like it starts to get more crystallized. Yes, it does. Writing has been proven. I mean, writing with a pen and, and like, I'll have an iPad and I'll use my digital pen or whatever, and I'll write instead of type. And writing is proven to make you remember things. I, I think it's like it was four to one, you know, so there's a heavy, there's a heavy emphasis on writing. Yeah. But for me, what I'll do is if I have an idea or I want to pursue something, I'll make a note of it. I'll give it a title, give it a lead, put some notes underneath of it. And then I'll go out and, and, you know, do my due diligence. I'll look at things. I'll see, does the market, is my idea right for the market? Am I right for the idea? You know, does it play out well? Uh, can I bring it in? What do, what are the costs? What are the solutions? What are the benefits? Yeah. And all of that might take, you know, it might take weeks, months. It, you don't know. I mean, it, it, it's just something that you can constantly look at and go back on and go, all right, well, where is this evolving to? Well, thank you so much. Hang out with me. It was sure. first of all, thanks for the motivation to remind me that I need to be in deep think more often than not, and that I also have to uh, do more of it, uh, and, and and that that's critical. It We're is. not doing enough of it. And 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 just a really shout out to all the coaches that are out there because I've seen and been privy through multiple groups to see some of the new coaching techniques, and really all of the coaches are starting to really emphasize this. You know thinking process yeah. and getting you to really evaluate where you're at. So kudos to everybody. Thanks. Hang out. We're going to, we're going to get ready to go to shirts automotive and, and Mark Roberts. We're going to do our fortune right now. And I, and I just did open up the cookie. I'm sorry. I smashed it, but let's get our fortune of the day right up here. Are you ready? A long-term goal will soon be achieved. Ah, and there's a way to do that. You need to have deep think. So who would have ever thought that this was your fortune that 
laid right into your lap. A long-term goal will soon be achieved. Thank you, Greg, for that motivation. Hey, oh, by the way, classic episodes. Greg, I want you to check this out. Um, Of course, you know somebody who's here. This is a beautiful, beautiful episode. Stress busters to deal with our emotional roller coaster from Dr. Dave Wyman. Greg knows Dr. Dave. You introduced me to him. He was so willing to come on. In fact, I just reached out to him and asked him if he would do a holiday stress thing with us. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, he's a great guy. Talent management, developing your leadership team. Mark Roberts, who's about ready to give us the tour, was on that Town Hall Academy. Please go out and uh, and spend some time with some of the, uh, the if, you're, if you're brand new to the podcast, you've got all kinds of catch up. And uh, this, is, uh, this is a way to kind of steer the, the ship a little bit. Hey, let's go out to Mark Roberts in Shirts, Texas. Hello, Mark. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. So, Beautiful blue skies right. out there. It is. It's a gorgeous day. It's Chamber of Commerce Day, so um, they love it. Well, let me uh, let me turn this camera around. I'm sitting out at the front of the shop, and uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see this. By the way, everyone, a brand new build. You've been open for a very short time. Am I right? Uh, yes, we opened uh, really September first. So that's our street sign. We we do a different posting every day. Um, we we go out and program at that sign probably 30 days in advance and stuff. So this is the front of the building. We have a, we're going to go through the, the drive-through bay first. So we put this bay on and we, we take a hundred percent of the cars through this bay and it has all the, the hunter tire check uh, machine, the alignment check. We do all of our inspections in this bay. Um, this is just everything. Everything goes through through here. We image the car all the way around. It reads the alignment. And the cool thing is you can literally drive through this bay. They typically drive through it anywhere from four to eight miles an hour. And and it and it's and it's good. It's got good good readings, good accurate readings and stuff. And we do have the the lock boxes for after hours pickup and after hours uh, drop offs. Very good. And so here's our lovely ladies, Beth, who runs this store, and Vicky. Um, they always, they always have the, uh, we get the greatest compliments on them. And so this is, you know, just a rock, rock front and then beautiful granite everywhere. This is our hunter, um, board in here. So as soon as they drive through, it comes through up here. You can look their car. They just drove to needs an alignment. Tires look good. There's no factory recalls, um, pending on it. We're using, uh, spectro. TV used to be 10-foot wave, and then a regular TV, just customer waiting area. Hey, Mark, let me let me stop you for a minute and ask you okay. a question about the Hunter machine, the, as well as you can see how who needs an alignment and or tires. When you did your ROI on that equipment, what are you anywhere near the number of alignments that that machine is producing for you, for the, the customer saying yes to? Yes. Let me, let me just tell you, like on the other store, you know, we're doing it. It's more of a manual process. It takes us about 15 minutes per car you know this has taken us about four seconds to get to get all that information and when we started doing that at the other store we ended up having to put an additional alignment machine in that store because of that and we're and really and that was just so we could do the check so this really eliminated and and we didn't have to buy another alignment machine because we're we're doing that through here but the close ratio is good right now yes yes and this is just our coffee um, refreshment center. Nice sodas, water, coffee. Our bathrooms—they all have 
tile wall. I have a, a designer that pretty much does stuff. So then on this wall, you can you can see the wrench that just matches our our sign out front, and then we have our mission, our vision statement up there, prominently displayed. And back here is the production area where the production manager and the parts the parts manager will will work back here. So then we have our security TV, so we can look at everything. We know where everything is on the lot. What's going on? This is our IT room, and who would have thought that? You know, you need this much technology to to yeah. run a to run a shop. So. And, and, and I do believe you you did direct runs everywhere. Am I right? We did. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did. You know, if you're pulling cable, we said, you know what, we're going to pull at least two cables to every box. Uh, we tried to wire as much as we could, um, even though we have a pretty robust uh, Wi-Fi network with access points all over. I just felt like you know we're if we're going to pull wire. And of course, John did a little overkill. Instead of pulling two, he pulled three. So, <laughs> um, okay, it was just it was just cable, and I was writing the check. So, <laughs> great view of the shop. Now, who, who is sitting in here? Your your dispatcher, shop manager, parts person, um... uh, person, and the parts person. And so, okay. uh, right now, we have a person out that's got a child with COVID, and so they're they're filling in. So, John actually has been running production. And then this is just our, our room. This is uh we have a full kitchen break room and we we cook in here, provide them sodas and look at that full stove, Greg. Man, I'm moving in. Yeah. <laughs> full stove. Um that's John. That's for our resident. He's our resident cook. Yeah, John so, John does love to cook. Yes, <laughs> they have they have two uh and I did switch over to um just data. Um they do have uh two batteries in each one. So okay. the difference is you don't have to need as much power. You just run a 110 volt circuits to it. It has a little three amp charger that runs those, that charges those batteries. Is that part of that shockwave that rotary is offering? Is yeah, it is. Okay. It is shockwave. Shock okay. Yeah. So all the, so all the lifts are shockwave and, uh, you know, we've got our, our Pico scope cart there. That's mm -hmm. all with a big screen on it and stuff. And then we have several of these workstations throughout the shop um, for, for the technicians. We've got four of them that are throughout the shop. Of all of our clips and fasteners. And then we have a board here that, uh, of course, has our vision statement. And then the board basically is our, our performance, our daily performance and weekly performance that everybody sees. And have a four post. Um, and we could actually do alignments on this one. It is an alignment lift and we can move our hunter uh, rack to that lift if we if we needed to we haven't had a need to do it yet and so all the toolboxes match we bought all the toolboxes for the techs we bought the toolboxes we bought the tool carts for the techs and then um can't see it on all of our all of our cars you know we don't hunt for keys so all the keys stay with the car so we use these super lock boxes on all of our cars and the keys Very stay nice. with the car and everybody has a key to that lockbox or issued that key um, when they come to work for us. And it's, you know, their issue, they sign a contract for that key. Um, can't borrow, can't, don't loan it. Don't, don't come to work without it. Don't, uh, um, don't lose it or you're going to pay to re recode all of them. Yeah. Um, and the so, floors are epoxy, Mark. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. And have big fans. We have air conditioning. The shop is air conditioned. We've got 20 tons of AC up on the roof. Um, all of our uh, flush machines, some inventory, a uh, hunter tire changer, 
Hunter Balancer and all of our oil. So much to learn from uh, building a brand new place, Mark. When when you guys decided started to design this, did you pull the team together to get some great ideas from everyone? We did. We had we had several people look at the plans, and we made the shop a little bit wider than we would normally do it. And then I prefer fifteen foot wide bays. That's what I've always had. I know people think, well, that's wasted space, but it just gives you room to get in between the cars and mm-hmm. have doors open and stuff. And, you know, yeah, it probably in, in a lot of people's mind, it probably doesn't make sense, but I just like a wide bay. And, um, you know, you can have a shop too small where it's just hard to keep clean because it's just too small. Mm-hmm. So the only thing on this building, this is a tall building, so we can bring box trucks in. And we have, these are all 10,000 pound lifts. There's a 12,000 pound lift there. The four posts is a 14,000 pound. Then we also have a rotary 16,000 pound um, lift for the big heavy trucks and some of the box trucks that we work on. Um, they're just a medium duty truck for, for the most part. Greg, it seems like Mark has thought of everything almost. He's done a darn good job, man. That's amazing. Um, yeah, you deep, you deep thought that one. <laughs> Gorgeous. It was everybody. You didn't see that car. That was our light. That was our bathroom light. So if someone's in the bathroom, that red light comes on. Oh, <laughs> that that slip. way, if that way, if somebody in the sh- is at the other end of the shop, they want to go to the bathroom, they know that hey, it's occupied. No sense in walking all the way over there. Very so, good. That those are wasted steps, and, and, yeah, and that's part right. of efficiency and lean. And you can see almost the the wider bays bring you that. Uh, level of I'm not going to fall over something. I'll bet you it's a workman's comp nightmare because you're working in such tight quarters and the world knows how how tight our shops are. You know, you have a two or three bay original place from 30 years ago. There's not much you can do with it. But when you get a chance to sit down with a piece of paper and an architect and a blueprint, uh, and again, it's your style. It's the culture in your company. It's the marketplace you're in. It's the money that you have to invest in equipment because all of that has need and for size and, uh, you know, a place to put it. Very well done. Well thought out. Congratulations. Very, very nice. um, and uh, it's a second store. I'm sure there'll be more like this coming as you guys are really rocking the world down there in Shirts, Texas. Mark, thank you so much. I uh, Hey, here's what we're doing next. Next week, we're going to go out to Lemetri's. ADAS Calibration Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Brand new standalone facility. It's a six location collision center with their own standalone ADA center. We're going to see it and hear all about it. My guest host next week is none other than Mitch Snyder. Oh, yeah. So good. Mitch is awesome. Mitch is with me next week as my guest host. Let's finish up the uh, the trivia. What is the significance of the 40 in the name Ford? Ford's uh, 64 racer, the the GT40. And my friend Jerry Kazaya, who was hanging with us, got it right. Uh, It's 40 inches off the ground. So uh, put that, there it is. The overall height of the car was 40 inches. And that's the car on the left. And I was actually there to take that picture. And then its sister car, much later in life, uh, was over there to the right. Hey, uh, this was a blast, guys. Um, Really so much fun, Mark. I I know you're on. Let me take you off a mute now. There you go. Thank you so much for being here. What an incredible new building. We appreciate it. And if you'd love to have your shop have a tour, just reach out to me, Carm at aftermarketweekly.com or any other way you know how to get a hold of me. 
Half of you have my cell phone. Most of you have my private email. <laughs> Everybody knows how to get through to me in Messenger. Love to have you. Greg Buckley, thank you so much. Mark thank Roberts. You, this was uh, terrific. Don't forget, watch this archived on the web and or this afternoon sometime on aftermarketweekly.com. See you next week.